0: Welcome to the latest episode of the Wolf Sports Show. This is David Chapin. If you're listening, you probably know the deal. going to hit all 32 teams, but this week I'm going to try something a little different, go with a rapid-fire approach, and we'll just see how it goes. So first, the team's on a bye. Let's start with the Bills. Lost a thriller. Last week at Philadelphia, Josh Allen went off for over 400 total yards, four total touchdowns, two passing, two rushing. Again, they built on the encouraging side from the Jets game with new offensive coordinator Joe Brady. They look to really have something here, more balance, more of a rhythm. So just very encouraged there. And the defense was the disappointing part of the loss. And they've had some tough losses over the years with the defense not being able to make a stop late in the game. And Von Miller now hasn't gotten going much coming off the torn ACL. But now there's a warrant out for his arrest for alleged domestic violence, so that's obviously not good. And I just want to say about the Bills, they're a 6 and 6. It's going to be a fight for them to get in the playoffs. But with the offense under Joe Brady the way Josh Allen's playing, I'm extremely encouraged and definitely think if they get into the playoffs they could go on a huge run if the defense can make enough stops in what is likely going to be a ton of close games in in the playoffs if they get in. Moving quicker now, the Ravens stepped up defensively against the Chargers last week. Offense made enough plays and Keaton Mitchell was fun to see him involved as the starting running back last week and they'll have a rotation going, but Explosive player on an offense that added a lot of juice ahead of the season. The Bears on a bye. They beat the Vikings in Minnesota last week. Defensive battle. Defense intercepted four passes. And again, I, I kind of like the way they've, they've been playing as of late. They're 4-4 four and four in the past eight after an 0 4 start, and now they have their bye. The Raiders got out to a 14-0 lead to the Chiefs last week. Ended up getting outscored 31-3. The rest of the way so couldn't quite keep that going the fast start but at least encouraging that Devontae adams josh jacobs and jacoby myers were all heavily involved in the loss the vikings now six and six on their bye. just had mentioned the bears earlier the four interception for joshua dobbs i think maybe pressing a little bit trying to keep playing well like he did when he first got to the team there's talk he might not be the starter moving forward after the bye. we'll see where that stands but I think they just need to get him playing a little more freely and they'll get Justin Jefferson back after their bye week and then finally the Giants on a bye beat the Patriots last week defense stepped up defensive coordinator Wink Martindale got a game ball from head coach Brian Dayball defense now has nine turnovers the past two games which is astounding and their style of play is keeping them in games moving to week 13 Thursday night football Seahawks face the Cowboys Dallas totally on fire offensively Put up 45 points in the Thanksgiving win over the Commanders. Cornerback Deron Bland broke the record, single season record, with his fifth pick six of the season to put a cap on the game last week. They're extremely confident both sides of the ball and been drubbing teams at home this year, and that's where they'll play tonight. Hosting a Seahawks team aside from the second quarter against the Commanders the past, month really they haven't gotten much going at all offensively so we'll have to see if they can get something going right tackle Abraham Lucas is back so that'll be a boost but Ken Walker still out with the oblique injury second straight game after missing last week's pretty ugly loss to the Niners on Thanksgiving night to Sunday Chargers face the Patriots for New England Mac Jones again struggled was benched at halftime against the Giants it's a shame I think he's pressing trying too hard and just Needs some type of reset, and it doesn't look like he'll get back on track this year. It looks like we'll see Bailey Zappi under center for New England. The Chargers now at 4-7. They had fumbles lost from Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, and Austin Eckler all last Sunday night in the loss of the Ravens. And when your three best players lose fumbles like that, it's going to be tough to overcome against a team like the Ravens. And Foxborough still not a super easy place to play or anything, despite New England's struggles. But the Chargers definitely need a win this week. And Brandon Staley needs a win. Lions face the Saints. Detroit, a uh, disappointing Thanksgiving performance. I expect we'll see them ready to play. Look for Jared Goff to take better care of the ball. After they weren't on him, but some interceptions, some fumbles past couple of games. And for the Saints, now 5-6. and six. They put up 444 yards of offense last week, but couldn't find the end zone. All field goals in the loss to the Falcons. Dealing with injuries on offense, Chris Olave and Rashid Shaheed are uncertain for this week. So we should see a lot of Taysom Hill. And this is in New Orleans. We'll see if the defense can step up and force more turnovers against the Lions. Falcons face the Jets. Atlanta coming off that win over New Orleans. B.J. Robinson had a big game. One rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdown. Jesse Bates had a key pick six when New Orleans was ready to score. And then forced a fumble late in the game. They'll look to make more plays against the Jets' offense that just big time struggles and Tim Boyle under center didn't change anything. They might have been even worse. It's obvious the offensive issues run very deep with New York, but we'll see if they can get a jolt from Aaron Rodgers returning to practice. If they can somehow remain in contention, then he'll play at the end of the season. But the offense needs to muster something, and the defense having trouble keeping them in games recently. The Cardinals face the Steelers. Arizona, I think the wheels fell off a little bit, played above their talent level for most of the first half. I thought getting Kyler Murray back would maybe help them sustain a competitive level of play and maybe win some games. They did win his first start, but have struggled since the past couple of weeks. We're blown out by the Rams last week. However, the Steelers are typically in close games lately, so we'll see if they can keep this close this week. The Steelers put up 400 yards of offense for the first time in 58 games after their offensive coordinator change. So similar to Buffalo, just a different approach, different set of eyes. Running the offense has led to some success, but they did only score 16 points last week. We'll see if they can get that increased in a matchup with the subpar Cardinals team. Divisional matchup, the Colts face the Texans. Indy now 6-5 and five after beating the Bucs last week. Defense, the past three games, been much better since the previous three games when they gave up nearly 40 points a game, each of those. They'll take on rookie quarterback Will Levis this week, so we'll look to keep that going. But on offense, Jonathan Taylor is going to miss time after a thumb surgery. So a tough blow to a team in the AFC playoff mix and right now in a playoff spot. For Tennessee, we're able to hold on, beat the Panthers last week. Derrick Henry scored two touchdowns. And this is the time of year. It's going to be December tomorrow this is the time of year Henry gets going. They're at 4-7. and seven. Who knows? Maybe they can somehow go and run if they get a win this week. Dolphins faced the Commanders. Miami blew out the Jet the first prime video game on Black Friday. And what made it extremely memorable was the Hail Mary pick six at the end of the half by safety Javon Holland. As Mike McDaniel said, his instincts took over. And yeah, very entertaining play. And when you think about it, the first Black Friday game we've seen, one of the I would think, most memorable plays in league history for a lot of people looking back and remembering the first Black Friday game that Holland had a pick six on a Hail Mary, which, as Mike Tirico said on Sunday Night Football, probably only the Jets could do that. And they get another good matchup this week, again on the road, but facing the Commanders. Now at 4-8, after getting blown out, they made defensive changes, fired defense coordinator Jack Del Rio. Ron Rivera is going to take a more hands-on approach on defense. It's been a struggle there. Both sides of the ball, not much identity on offense either. They have their bye next week. But we'll see if they can get something going heading into that. Hosting Miami. Final 1 o'clock game, the Broncos face the Texans. Two six, and 6-5 squads. Competing in the wild card race in the AFC. Denver's now won 5 straight. Defense really stepped up last week against the Browns. Continued improvement there. And again, Russell Wilson is just finding a way to showcase some of the magic he's shown throughout his career, even if not so much is on our shoulders to win games for the Broncos. For Houston, they lose left guard Titus Howard. So that's a tough blow considering the offensive line is a big reason C.J. Strouds had so much early success in his career. He's been protected well, and the rookie's been able to show off his accuracy, which is the highlight of his game and was in the pre-draft process coming out of Ohio State. Houston was literally inches away from a game-tying field goal in regulation last week, from 58 yards at the crossbar, and should be another close game again this week between two, six, and five clubs. We have three late afternoon games this week. Another divisional matchup in the NFC South. Panthers face the Bucs. Carolina went ahead and fired head coach Frank Reich just 11 games into his tenure. I know people want to get on owner David Tepper about being impatient. I kind of thought Matt Roll should have gotten more time to build things up last year. He's sort of a program builder. Maybe it's just a college thing, but I think maybe they were on the right track. And then Steve Wilks going six and six down the stretch thought maybe they should have kept him as the full-time head coach. Then went with Reich. The offensive line sort of fell apart quickly. Similar to what happened with Indy last year with Reich for whatever reason. And I don't remember if Tepper said it or if it was reported. It was pretty clear it wasn't going to work out with right there in Carolina. So I like the idea of just pulling the plug and see what you can get out of Bryce Young in the final several games of the season. And more RPOs is something we could see from the Panthers. They go to Tampa Bay. The Bucs 4-7 and seven after the loss to the Colts last week. Baker Mayfield sometimes holding on to the ball too long, lacking on the receivers I think a bit too much through uh, interception of Mike Evans and triple coverage last week. I think maybe look for him to hit Rashad White on the checkdowns a little more. That's been open a lot in the past handful of games. And yeah, the defense definitely needs to step up facing the 1-10 Panthers. Browns face the Rams. Cleveland now 7-4 after the loss to Denver last week. The quarterback situation is the one to watch there. Dorian Thompson-Robinson left with a concussion. And I think we're going to see Joe Flacco probably on the center this week, the veteran. And it'll be interesting to see how the offense looks with him in there. For a playoff contender seven four, former Super Bowl MVP now in the mix. The Rams are five and six after blowing out the Cardinals last week. Matthew Stafford threw four touchdowns despite despite not much statistical production from Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Cup the past I think it's been four games now. Hasn't really done much of anything statistically. And I don't think he's a hundred percent, but he did practice fully yesterday to start the week. So maybe he'll look more like himself in a tough matchup, really good pass defense, although it's at home for L.A. And then the final late afternoon game, 425 Eastern. I think most would agree game of the week. The Niners face the Eagles. It's in Philadelphia. San Fran, surprisingly, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, despite the Eagles being 14-2 at home the past two seasons, including playoffs. Rematch of the NFC title game from last season that Brock Purdy hurt his elbow was knocked out of the game, and then Josh Johnson was also hurt. Jalen Hurts went off in last week's win over the Bills, five total touchdowns in the comeback win in overtime, ran for the game-winning touchdown, and he had plenty of doubters entering the league and then early in his career, and even entering this season, people said last year was a fluke or whatever. And many people on Twitter still continue to hate. It looks like they're definitely wrong on Hurts and he and the Eagles continue to find ways to win games. There's definitely some bad blood in this one. A lot of talk after the NFC title game last year. Hassan Reddick had some comments about the Niners getting another chance this week, and on the Niners side, they've not said anything about it. said it's just another game, basically. So really intriguing, and if the Eagles can win, certainly in an excellent spot for the number one seed in the NFC. Sunday night football, Chiefs face the Packers. Kansas City, again, bounced back from a slow start against Vegas last week. We're able to get going and win. Rasheed Rice, promising signs, rookie receiver. Everyone's saying he's gaining the trust of Patrick Mahomes. The Kansas City defense after the slow start last week, I would think is going to come into Lambeau Field fired up for the Packers. Beat the Lions on Thanksgiving pretty handily. Rashawn Gary had three sacks. Jordan Love continued progress as a passer. Looks more and more comfortable by the week. Throwing to a deep receiving group. Defense is underrated. Definitely an intriguing matchup, and it's fitting. On the first Sunday of December, we're going to see a Sunday night game in Lambeau Field. And then, to end the week, Monday Night Football, Bengals face the Jaguars. This would have been a really exciting matchup if Joe Burrow was healthy. Unfortunate that he's not able to go, done for the year. And I thought the path would be running the ball. Didn't happen last week to compete without Burrow. Joe Mixon had just eight carries, 16 yards against the Steelers. And the Jaguars won't be much easier against the run, one of the top run defenses in the league. We'll see if Cincy can get T. Higgins back to open things up, make things easier on Jake Browning, and the Bengals' own run defense will have to prevent big plays from Travis Etienne. On the Jag side to beat the Texans, now have a two-game lead in the AFC South in the mix for the number one seed in the AFC. Doug Peterson talked about the defense not getting enough credit last week, and I believe Peterson himself doesn't get enough credit for the job he's done in Jacksonville in making them legitimate Super Bowl contenders quickly. You now in year two, there. That does it for this week's episode. Enjoy the games, especially Niners Eagles. Philadelphia, the past few weeks, felt like playoff type games, and I anticipate that'll continue this Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. Thank you again for listening, and we'll be back next week.